Hello, writers. Today I'm talking to a children's author who also teaches writers about getting sponsorships and how to connect your book dreams to the world. Now, this is a marketing technique that I haven't even contemplated before talking with Charmaine, and it was really exciting to hear. This is an episode you don't want to miss. Welcome to the Writer's Way podcast, where we celebrate writers who have completed their books and inspire writers who haven't. Join Lori and her guests as they talk about writing, books, and life in between chapters. Hello, writers. Welcome back to the Writer's Way podcast. I'm here with the wonderful, impressive Charmaine Hammond. Welcome. Thank you. I'm really excited for the conversation today. Oh, good. Okay, so let me read a little bit about here about you here. So you are a certified professional speaker, an award-winning and internationally best-selling author. You do a lot of things from what I could see. There was a lot of links to social media <laughs> and groups and things. You also work with authors, help them build their books, businesses, sell more books, and then fund dreams through the sponsor, sponsor, I don't know why I can't say that word, sponsorship (laughs) training. We need a new word. Um, I'm, I'm excited to talk to you about all the different ways you've been published because it sounds like you've kind of hit them all traditional self-published hybrid publisher. Your first work was in chicken soup for the soul. What I learned from the dog and then your children's books are based on a dog main character as well. So I guess we'll have to talk about Toby. And um, at the time you wrote me this, you were having a new book due out the fall. So is that out? Uh, I've got one actually just, it's not quite out yet. It will be out soon. I I actually wanted to do a few more interviews with people. So that, uh, that delayed me getting it out of it. And actually I can talk about, uh, why I chose to delay that because it has to do with sponsorship. So it'll be great for authors. Awesome. So let's start at the beginning. How long have you been a writer? How'd you get into it? All that sort of stuff. Well, probably like many of your listeners, um, I am an accidental author. I, I use that because I wasn't planning on writing a story, but I have a dog named Toby at the time. uh, And he was an animal assisted therapy dog. And I was so inspired by how this dog was changing lives every Wednesday in the hospital that we volunteered at together. So I thought I should just write a story and put it on LinkedIn or put it on social media. (laughs) And then I saw Chicken Soup for the Soul had a call for authors. So I thought I have no idea what this is, but I'll submit and it got accepted. And then I thought, wow, what does one do now? <laughs> <laughs> and on that was 2009. And that's okay. where my journey um, to, to become a writer happened. I became a writer because of that story. And a publisher in California had seen that I was going to be speaking in California. And of course, she noticed in my bio, Chicken Soup for the Soul, what I learned from a dog. And she connected with me and she ended up um, publishing four books that I wrote um, after that chicken soup came out. So children's books or? or Uh, One uh, one book for adults about Toby. It's a memoir. And then a personal development book that I co-authored with Deborah Kozowski, a personal development book for women. And then my publisher, Betty Young's Books, has an imprint, uh, Kendall House Books which is for children. So she published two children's books 
through there as well. And then in the middle of all that, I released a, a, pop, a self-published book. A funny story to that, I won um, at a conference a thousand books to be published. And I didn't have a book of my own to be published. So the the um, printer who, who I got the prize from said, well, you better get writing. So <laughs> I wrote a book that I could use in my business with my corporate clients. And that was my first experience self-publishing. Well, and it was a really good one if you got a thousand books printed. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know it was one. It's funny what you what you put out in the world, isn't it? Because I at that time, I have been saying, I really need a book for my corporate clients. I have nothing to give them other than children's books. And and that doesn't fit when we're I'm in there speaking on, you know, collaboration and conflict and then all of a sudden I'm at this conference and I win the prize so I thought okay be careful what you wish for because the wish just came true (laughs) now you gotta do it (laughs) now I gotta do it and you know I almost lost the prize because I didn't know how to self-publish a book so I had to learn all that Mm -hmm. and I I dragged my heels honestly uh, and then three months before the expiration date of this gift certificate, the printer phone, the owner of the company phoned me and he said, we've not received a manuscript yet. And this would be terrible for you to lose this opportunity. And many other authors would have gladly taken it. And I thought, wow, that's so true. Um, so I, that the writing began that night after the phone call. <laughs> oh, good. Just a gentle, gentle kick. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. Subtle as yeah. a sledgehammer. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we really need that though. So which we book do. was that? Sorry, remind me. That was for Bounce Forward. It was called Building Inspired and Resilient Teams. So that book was one that I wrote specifically for the work I do as a trainer and speaker in the corporate world. Okay. So is that what you would do or you would consider yourself doing full-time? Is that training in corporate? Yeah, I have been training and speaking corporately for uh, more than 25 years. That was the business that I opened up originally. And then as I became an author, that inspired another uh, another business to, to develop. And then now uh, what we have a company as well called Raise a Dream, where we work with authors to help them get sponsorship and cover some of the costs of their books through collaboration. Okay. Tell us a little bit more about that. Well, sponsorship is where a company will provide marketing dollars to an entrepreneur, a project, um, sometimes a nonprofit organization uh, and an event. And as an author, I started really looking at, I wonder where the opportunity is to get sponsorship for the projects I'm working on. So one of the first uh, types of sponsorship that I got was when my book on Toby's terms, that's the memoir for adults that came out in 2010. And as I started tracking all the costs to release the book and do book events and book signings, I thought, wow, nobody tells you how expensive (laughs) this is going to (laughs) be. And I really wanted to do it right and big and celebrate this. And so I started reaching out to people that I knew, my hairstylist, my eye doctor, they all became sponsors. So my financial advisor provided me with the room, refreshments and wine for our big launch. 
Uh, my hairstylist bought like three box books, about a hundred books to give out to everybody at the event. Then we had other sponsors come in. One of my friends who was a musician came in and, and performed at the event as a form of sponsorship. And then over the years, I've also had things like my marketing costs, my retractable banners, my uh, bookmarks, my postcards, some of my travel, all covered by sponsors, including my Million Acts of Kindness tour, where we were promoting my two children's books, where we had a motorhome covered for six weeks. Um, a company bought $10,000 worth of our children's books to put in schools across Canada. So wow. sponsorship is a collaboration. It's where you and a company um, who wants access to your audience, you work together um, so that they can help you and you can help them with their marketing goals at the same time. Wow, that sounds somewhat magical. <laughs> it's wonderful. And it, it is, it's wonderful. And for, you know, some authors kind of go, ooh, I, I prefer to just kind of work on my own and I don't want to be out there and be seen. But the cool thing about collaboration and sponsorship is that then you have these companies who become champions for your book and your message, and they get it out to their audiences. So your message reaches so many more people. Yes, I can see that. And everyone I talk to, it's so funny because before people publish, that is the hardest part, just getting published. Mm. And then almost within 24 hours afterwards, (laughs) it becomes marketing. And how do I sell these? And how do I promote myself? And because we're all learning and and so many people like you said are accidental writers, you know, they they don't have any background in business or marketing or whatnot. So um, the marketing becomes so hard. So I know that a lot of people are going to listen to this very closely for any tips you have. Yeah. Well, you know, one one little tip I can share, and it, this was so fun. What I realized when I released my first book was that the people in your circle that you deal with, such as your dentist, your eye doctor, your hairstylist, the place that you buy your groceries, when you are involved in your community, even just on doing business in your own community, they get excited about being a champion for the people that support their business. So when you're going to that same grocery store all the time, um, they may do what our grocery store did. They bought about 25 books and they sold them at the front of the till and then they gave the money to charity in the community. And my hairstylist did the same thing. She'd buy 10 books at a time and she'd put the books out on all the different stylists little area. And then people would say, Oh, this is a great book. And she'd say, Oh, well buy one. Charmaine is one of our clients. (laughs) And of course they couldn't say no to her. So, (laughs) and then they would donate the money to charity. So it was a great way to get people that are already in your life supporting your book because my experience has been 99% of the people that we know want to see us do well and they want to be a part of the things we're doing in our world. It's so true, but it's hard for them to know how to help. So if you reach out and ask with a clear ask, uh, yes, so much easier for people in all situations. Yeah. Yeah. And you raised a really good point. People will probably not offer to do this because they're not thinking about that. No. Well, like before talking to you and reading about this, I never even really thought about sponsorship. And now all of a sudden you're saying that. And it seems like, of course, when you think about your local community, there's always things like that going around. But as authors don't necessarily make that leap for ourselves. Yeah. 
Well, here's a really interesting idea to think about how creative you can be for okay. children's authors. So my two children's books, uh, Toby the Pet Therapy Dog and His Hospital Friends, and the other one is Be a Buddy, Not a Bully. They're both based on my dog. And when I was talking to my eye doctor at my annual appointment, and he said, what do you, what's new in your life? And I said, oh, I'm just releasing my second book. And he said, oh, my second children's book. He said, I didn't know you had one. And I said, oh, I actually have more than that, but this is my second children's book. And he said, well, how did we not know? And yeah, I mean, you don't go to your eye doctor and say, hey, I've got a book. <laughs> and, and so anyhow, I happened to have one in my purse. So I showed it to him because we should always carry our books with us. Absolutely. I showed him my book and he said, you know, we are trying to really work on improving um, helping parents protect the eyesight of their children. And I had no idea where it's going with this. Cause I thought yeah. I have no idea how this connects with a dog book. Yeah. And he said, wouldn't it be cool if I was to buy a bunch of your books? And then what we could do is to all the families that have children that come in in a certain period of time, we'll give them a copy of your book as a gift with a little pair of sunglasses. And we'll slip in some reading material about eye care for your children. And I thought, that's a great idea. And they bought yeah. a bunch of books. I think 50 books to start. Oh, that's fabulous. I love that I would, box thinking. Yeah, I would never have thought of that, honestly, Lori. I can take zero credit for that idea. But <laughs> that's why we need to tell other people what we're doing. It's so true because who would go to the eye doctor or the dentist or the hairstylist? Well, here's my I mean, some people are great at it naturally, and I yeah. envy that, but you know, I mostly know. It's the kids are okay and the weather kind of sucks, but exactly. <laughs> I live in Canada. Um, yeah. That is fantastic. Thank you for sharing that. I think that people should definitely try that, reach out to people, um, put some thought in it beforehand, maybe about how they can do that. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay. So when you talk about um, all these books that people are buying, so these are the books from your publisher from yeah. Betty Young's books. So how do yeah. you get the copies? Because a lot of self-published authors struggle with, do I do a bulk print run or they do print yeah. on demand, that kind of stuff. So how do you handle your copies, your stock? Yeah. So what we did is I wanted the clients to buy the books directly from me. So what I did is because these books were published by a traditional publisher, I purchased those books in bulk by my, uh, from my publisher. And if you're self-published, okay. you would just print, uh, purchase them in bulk. Now, I already knew that a certain number of quantity were going to be spoken for. So what I was working on in the background, and I would do this a little differently next time, what I would do is actually get the payment from the client for the hundred books or 500 books or 10,000 books or not 10,000, $10,000 worth. Um, big difference there. Uh, yeah. um, and, and actually have the payment, then there's actually no um, impact to you. But how I did it with that case was I bulk ordered uh, the, the books from my publisher, then I had them on hand. And then I was able to set my own pricing for what I was going to sell them for. Um, mm -hmm. So even though the back of the cover said, I think $12.95 for the children's book, I said to the sponsors, uh, you know, this is a $13 book plus taxes, but, um, you know, I'll sell this to you for $10 a book if you buy this many or $9 a book if you buy this many. And, and I made the price um, affordable and, and also discounted it. So they were inspired to buy a bigger quantity. 
I love it. And do you feel like, are you just a natural salesperson? Can you walk in and, and talk about this or do you really have to pre-think it all? I have to pre-think it all. I, here's what I do love. I love talking to people. I love um, meeting new people. So communicating, and, and that's what I do in my other world. I teach people to communicate. So um, around business, not around marketing, but around conflict and solving workplace issues. That's my area of, of work. But what I found is that when you just have a conversation with someone, you don't have to worry about being salesy. Um, because that isn't my strength. And I get nervous if I have to sort of do a sales pitch. Yeah. I clam up. I get nervous. Um, I, I don't know what to say. Then I don't sound very knowledgeable about my own book. And my coach and mentor said, you're making this really difficult, Charmaine. All you need to do is talk to people. And if they feel inspired to learn more or buy your book, they'll ask. Because I was saying, I'm trying really hard to sell books. And he said, that's the problem. You're trying really hard to sell books. He said, just talk about the book. And as soon as I made that shift, and I'll tell you, it felt so good inside because yeah. it just felt natural. So I just started talking to people about my book. When they'd say, hi, what's new? Instead of saying, no, oh, I just got back from holidays. I would say, oh, I'm just creating some new ways to get my book out to schools. And I'm really excited about that. And they're like, a book? What book? And then the conversation happens. And, and so it's about thinking about how you can have dialogue different with people. That is such an important shift. I love that. Um, you, talked, you talked about somebody sponsoring $10,000 worth of your books. Can you tell us how that happened? <laughs> yeah. So that was when I did my Million Acts of Kindness tour, which was a six-week uh, 10,000 kilometer or 10,000 miles, which is 14,000 kilometers across North America. And one of our partners, um, Petland Canada, who was one of our key partners on the tour, they had a fundraising campaign in their store. This was one of my, if not my favorite activity we did. So Petland Canada, we got those little paw prints. You know how you see them in McDonald's, like the running shoe or um, a different. So it was a die cut paw print and it said million acts of kindness to her. And what we did is because my dog is called Toby, his name is Toby. And because in Canada, we have the $2 coin called a toonie. Yeah. We called this little campaign toonie for team Toby. And so Petland Canada, each of their stores sold the cutout paw prints and their customers contributed to the Million Acts of Kindness Tour. And then Petland Canada also contributed from their, from their uh, stores. And together that raised over $10,000 to buy my books to go right across Canada. And so did you drive across handing them out to people or did they go to specific schools or? we? Yeah, we had specific schools that we uh, looked at the Petland Canada stores that were along our route in the Canadian side and said, yeah. you know, what schools can we drop these off at? Some of the schools, we also did presentations. So it was great to say to a school principal that, you know, we've got a hundred books that we can give your school. Let me come in and do a little presentation yeah. or a reading. And so it was so fun. And um, just to, what, what was really special was that because this was promoting the book about bully prevention, 
the staff at Petland Canada were able to engage in conversations with their customers. And I happened to be in the store one day and the young person at the till didn't know that I was Toby's mom and, and the author of the book. And so I heard him saying, he said, yeah, did you want to support Toonie for team Toby? And the person said, what is that? And he said, Oh, it's a dog that's on a global mission to stop bully prevention. And the lady who was buying dog food or whatever said, I was bullied as a child. And he said, no way. I was too. This is a 15 year old boy. Yeah. And he said, I was too in elementary school. And so she said, I'd like to contribute $50. And and all I see is him going, yes. (laughs) And he says, I'll give you 25 little paw prints. And she said, no, just give me one and you can write them out. But it was so fun watching the staff get into the conversation of making a difference in the world. And that was what was so special for me to witness that. Oh gosh, what a feeling. You probably melted behind me. I did. I bawled. It's me. (laughs) I did the ugly cry. And that's why I said, that's my dog. (laughs) My dog's on a mission. I know, exactly. (laughs) So how did that start? Did you just, like, are you just filled with ideas and you had the idea, I'm going to do this tour or... Yeah. Well, I knew that I wanted to do something big to make a difference around kindness. And I've got this book that's around bully prevention and this animated dog that um, we learned actually uh, didn't really love doing school presentations. He (laughs) loved doing school appearances where he can come in and, you know, connect with kids and then leave and go play outside on the playground with his ball. So that created this opportunity for me to do a reading. And then as I was doing these local school presentations, I thought, what would happen if we took this on the road? And what would it take to take this on the road? It'll take money um, that I wasn't willing to contribute in that amount. Mm -hmm. It'll take partners and sponsors. It'll take school involvement. So I kind of sat down and mapped out a plan. And so when I called Petland Canada, um, I was actually calling them not to be a, a big sponsor at the time. I was at, I was doing a dog jogathon as a fundraiser for our tour. So we had dogs on the doggy treadmill and then humans on the adult treadmill. And it was whoever could get the most steps. And it was like a little <laughs> amount of money for a step. So we wanted to wow. have a way to track steps. So I phoned Petland Canada to see if they would donate 10 dog pedometers. <laughs> And she said, well, what do you need these for? And when I told her what we were doing and she said, well, what are you raising money for? And I said, oh, I've got this big dream, million acts of kindness, and I want to promote my children's books. And she said, I think we're more interested in that than we are just in giving you 10. For- so I never got the pedometers. <laughs> I never knew <laughs> that was a thing. <laughs> I, I didn't either. And, and, and we've been on these, um, you know, this tour together. Uh, we did all these events in their store. And then Fraser Way RV sponsored the motor home for us for six weeks. And it all, back to your question, Lori, it all came from two things, a conversation and building a relationship. Because I didn't have a relationship before that phone call. Right. You just took a chance and called them up. Absolutely. And when wow. you're excited about your book, and the difference you want to make with the message of your book, it's that passion and excitement that you have as an author that gets people really interested in hearing what you say. Because companies have said things to me and my clients like, I don't know how we're going to work together, but I love 
the passion. I love the energy. I love the difference you want to make. And that's what we're saying yes to. We'll figure out the details as we go. Wow. I love that. You're so inspiring. Uh, so my, my tip for authors is share your story. Let pe- Don't hold back. Let people see um, how important your book is and your message. Let them see that. Let them experience it. Yes, I agree. Don't keep it to yourself. My, I, I wrote a book while I was teaching kindergarten and then I, it was such a vulnerable feeling. I didn't tell anybody for 10 years, you know, I didn't know what to do and I was just so nervous. And then when I finally, you know, I was talking about it kind of (laughs) so scared and nervous and so many other authors that I work with now, it's the same thing. Like I wrote a book. (laughs) Yeah. Be loud and proud, right? Yes. And use the relationships you have because people, you know, when we talk about gossip, my friend, Dr. Sean Duperin is actually an expert in gossip. And she talks about the fact that most gossip is actually not bad gossip. It's the good gossip, but we tend to focus on negative gossip. So she, she always talks about let people tell your story, let people good Mm -hmm. gossip about you. So that's where you say to your friend, I say, Oh my gosh, I got to tell you about this book that my friend Lori wrote. You've got to check it out. Ask your friends and colleagues to good gossip. As Dr. Sean would say about your book, that's where things really take off. Yeah. It's just the classic word of mouth is the best. Yeah. And it's hard to be our own champion. It is hard, especially as Canadians, don't you find? (laughs) Well, it's hard for us to say, my book is awesome. You must read it. I mean, we, we, we hold back. But the other thing is that some people will go into immediate judgy mode. So they'll be like, oh, who are, you know, who is she to say that about her book? Whereas when you have other people saying it, People don't go into judgy mode. They want to get on board with that excitement and celebration. Oh, that's so true. If she likes it, then I might like it. I'm going to give it a chance. But if she's bragging about herself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's how we feel anyway, sometimes, right? I love it. Thank you so much for talking to me today. You're so inspiring. How can people, like if people are interested in working with you to help with the sponsorship and their books, is there a way that they can get in touch with you or what should they do? For sure. Um, on social media, our handle is Raise a Dream. So Raise mm-hmm. a Dream. And our website is the same, raiseadream.com. Okay. And you can work with children's authors. Yes, we can. We love working with children's authors. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Charmaine. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I can practically see your brains on fire with excitement about all those new ideas Charmaine shared. I've included the link to a free ebook she has in the description, and you're going to want to read it. Her company is on Facebook. It's called Raise a Dream, so go ahead and follow her there. And then let me know what you thought about this episode below in the comments. See you next week on The Writer's Way. You've been listening to The Writer's Way podcast. For show notes, links to guests' information, and to learn more about The Writer's Way, check out loririder.com. Until next week, enjoy this chapter of your life.